because you just don't want to miss any of this high level <laughs> that that is for damn sure so what uh what was keeping you tonight josh cooking dinner um okay. basically like you know a uh, single parent out here most of the time had to do the grocery shopping the cooking the cleaning elsie's eating the carpet right now so you know trying to watch her make sure she doesn't throw up so it's a full-time job but you know someone's got to do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's almost like you got a newborn in the house which eric does oh man how how is that how many months along well we got two so the oldest will be two tomorrow okay and then the youngest will be eight weeks tomorrow Holy smokes. Yeah. Very, very newborn. Yep. But she is rocking and rolling. She loves to come to Gopher Games and watch with me. So we're good to go. Yeah. Has she she been to a Gopher game? Not in person. We've just done them on TV so far. Okay. What about about the two-year-old? Ah, she hasn't either, unfortunately. (laughs) You're you're talking to the wrong people here. I'm pointing towards him in this, in my screen, but you need to talk to that guy and say, hey, uh, give me, give me, uh, get me in one of those games that you go to all the time. (laughs) It was was tough. We had, we gave up our season tickets for football and basketball this year. Oh, you're you're a little. You got full house, full schedule. But we haven't missed one. Just they've had to be on TV. There you go. Yeah. The youngest, the youngest, and I got to stay up and watch go for basketball last night. So, (laughs) who did they play last night? Cal Baptist. Yeah. CBU. An overtime thriller. Nice. (laughs) Which that's a name you'll hear in March Madness. Probably not. Hey, mm. they took down Washington in, in Seattle, so yeah. you never know. Yeah, they'll they'll sneak in at a 15-16 seed. Watch yeah. out. Yep, Cal Baptist. Keep an eye out for them. Yeah, exactly. But before <laughs> we get going too much, Dad, I know you've been waiting for it. We got to get that intro going. All right, here we go. Wow. There you go, Eric. Wow. You... Man, it just knocks your socks off, doesn't it? Oh, I I've been a long time listener to the to this show, so it's I'm excited to be out beyond. It's Absolutely, chills. just yeah. just just chills to be in the yeah. in the presence here. It's, yeah, I was gonna say, well, it's it's great to have you. I was gonna say, I I'd love to hear more about you. I just met well, you. Eric is. Uh, I'll introduce our guest picker, um, big time Gopher fan. Uh, we were acquaintances at school. We talked football a little bit. And then um, all of a sudden, I think it was the Michigan game that uh, when Tracy Clays took over and we were down at the flats and all of a sudden it's like, Eric, Dean, and uh, we've been tailgate buddies every so often and bowl buddies. And now you're uh, at Fiat and Health over at Valley View. So welcome. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate the opportunity. I know Dean has asked a few times, and it hasn't worked out, unfortunately, until today. Yeah, the stars have aligned. We have you here, and life is good. Now, I can promise you one thing, because last week's picks 
looking at them this week. This is an all-time curse. <laughs> and I mean that in a bad, bad way. Hey, sorry. Oh, it must be I, eating something. Yeah, you know, she, you know, some Q-tips digging oh, in. Yeah. Digging yeah. in the old bathroom garbage. Um, yeah, isn't that funny? Um, but yeah, she is, and by she, I mean Caitlin, going down in his sports sales history for not making <laughs> a single pick right. And boy, I barely did the same thing. Yeah, it was uh it was it was rough. It it was not it was not an easy week and uh and but Josh, you have a, a question to ask first. Yeah, of course. So I was gonna say, Eric, now that you are finally a part of our podcast, you know the professionals we are. And I'm asking everyone now because I like to hear the most creative answers of why what makes you such a good professional picker of of any college sports in general. Well, you could say that I watch a little college sports. <laughs> I may be erring on the side of obsessed. I was right before this had four screens going between the Bowling Green, Ohio football game, nice. multiple college basketball games. And that's intense. I've never, I was going to say, I, I appreciate the commitment on that one. That is, that's unbelievable. It's, it's just another typical Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> typical Tuesday night in the Dolman household, you yeah. know? Uh, we got the baby. Got to teach my my daughter's young, so that's that's <laughs> true. And unfortunately, they're born in the state of Minnesota, so they're just bound to be Minnesota. Them up to let them down. Yeah, and, and you are the man of the house. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, uh, some of her relatives are from Iowa. So oh. Yeah, been a little a rough week in the Dalman household. That was so. I was gonna say uh, that was that. I got to go. My wife and I got to go with Dad, and it was it was everything leading up to it was amazing. Hit up, <laughs> yeah, Sally's bar, and we waited a little bit in my favorites. So my my wife's about five two. If uh, she's gonna slap me on the head, she's gonna say five three, but she's not tall. <laughs> But she makes up for it with attitude. And there is these like gopher college guys in front of us in line. And she just is, you know, thinking in her head. And after like 15 minutes, they walk away and she just whispers to me. She goes, yeah, those guys are soft. They're never going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's pretty vicious. And she's like, look at them. They're soft. I'm like, hey, whatever you say. And it was... uh, it was a cool, uh, and and you know how this is, Eric, and just the 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 tailgating, the pregame, the things you stumble into because Sally's was packed, and we wanted to be inside. We didn't need outside more than was going to happen. But your seats are uh, on the sunny side, so it's always yeah, sunny at in Bank Stadium. <laughs> and the we were we were standing for a while, and these uh, college gals they were talking and they were, you could tell they were getting ready to swoop in and all of a sudden they look back and they just said, okay, there's only five of us. We can all fit on one side of the booth. If you guys want to join us and just, we just had a grand old time. 
Yeah, uh-huh. so that the it. eight of us sat together. We <laughs> made made friends, played played some drinking games, and uh, then we said, "All right." Uh, they were clearly there to watch the game indoors, and we bundled up and and we we <laughs> took off outside. And that was that was the last time I felt my toes until <laughs> yeah, about you're... ten o'clock ten o'clock later that night. <laughs> well, Josh, this is what you were speaking of. Oh. Um, Gosh. For the audio listeners, um, you know, I I shade and make bold the wins and then total them on the bottom. And um, Josh got There's a whole a lot of, one. A lot of white on my column there. <laughs> and uh, and I was feeling bad about my four, but holy cow, four was, uh, was a big one. And Caitlin, <laughs> like you said, that's, that's that a first. Is- that's a first getting zero picks correct. I hope you texted her dad about that, your brother. I hope you texted him and oh, said, yeah. Caitlin set sports dolls history with zero, zero picks. And they weren't bad picks because I picked a majority of them as well. And boy, nothing. Basically, I'm going to go into this week, say what I usually say, and then pick the opposite and see what happens. <laughs> So um, that brings the grand, that boy, within uh, two weeks, the grand total has, oh, Chris, uh, wrong person. There we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has shifted quickly. The uh, the guest's big lead has vanished. Josh's lead has vanished. And we yep. have three weeks left. Yeah, it, it, it's coming down. So I was going to say, Eric, I think... With hey, there's knowledge. only one one direction for me to go. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> it's, it's flat or it's up. And uh, with your dedication, I think uh, I think you're going to bring the guests back into the limelight here. Well, here we go, and uh, you know the the game. Um, we have announced the game, and we're going versus the spread. There's some interesting spreads this week. Not big, big, big ones. Um, but but um interesting for spreads starting off with friday's game nebraska who's lost five in a row yeah they're at iowa and uh, iowa's picked by ten and a half eric uh, guests always get to start where are you going with this well this is a tough one because you got nebraska who's the king of the one score losses yeah sam laporta sam laporta is out this week it's already been announced so that's a big loss for iowa although their tight ends yes destroyed the gophers anyway but mean on those two plays plays. yeah Yeah, ten and a half still seems like a lot of points i don't know if Iowa is gonna hardly score that again so i'm gonna go with the corn huskers i'm gonna take the points that's a bold one well i I mean, I, I see where it's because I'm I'm sitting here trying to compare Minnesota's defense to Nebraska's defense because Minnesota's <laughs> defense isn't great, but neither is Nebraska. Iowa's offense isn't changing. They're they're gonna move the ball a little bit, but scoring 10 and a half is gonna be tough. It's at Iowa. I'm gonna take the spread on this one. They barely squeaked out a win. Um, I think they can stick it to Nebraska. I think they're gonna finish strong. Really try to put a stamp on their uh, title to the Big Ten West uh, champion there. So I'm gonna go Iowa winning and cover. Yeah, 
Iowa just it it floors me where they were at two three weeks ago and here they are and and you got to give them credit and um we saw it on Saturday Iowa doesn't do anything flashy but they just don't do they don't make mistakes which um by the way Eric first time ever and I've gone to a lot of college games I've never been to a game where there were no flags yeah not a single flag unbelievable Granted, they, they missed a pretty obvious targeting call. I, yes. I have to just throw that out there early <laughs> I, in the game. I, but. I was going to say, I couldn't see it from where but, I was at. Well, for, since 1986, I thought I saw. That was the first zero flag game. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Like, like that's a, Iowa didn't make a mistake, and they forced two turnovers in the fourth quarter while the Gophers were marching. Like, how do you – I don't even know how you dominate – with that many offensive yards with a running back who runs for 262 yards and you can't win the game. Oh, that is, that's the play of the game happened in the first half, in my opinion. However, when we had the ball marching and Ethan decided to throw into coverage to Brockington instead of hitting Brevin span forward. Oh yeah. Across and yep. he scores and you go up 14, 10 and said, you're miss a 34 yarder and you're down 10, seven. Yep. Yeah. 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 I would agree very much. So, well, back to the Iowa game at Iowa makes, doesn't make mistakes. Nebraska, they're number one, 10 and giving the ball up. <laughs> um, I, I, that's to me. And so I'm going with Iowa to cover, but it just makes me nervous for Iowa to score that many points against any team. Yeah. Now you already have one game for the guests to make up ground. We're going to need you to step it up. That's for sure. Um, Yeah. I watch it. It's going to be a 10, 10 point win flat across. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be disgusting. (laughs) Well, the one that the whole Big Ten is watching, and they got this one at 11 o'clock always because it, it curbs the tailgating and drinking. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, Michigan at Ohio State at the Horseshoe. I was kind of surprised OSU is picked by seven and a half. Where are you going, Eric? Again, it seems like a lot of points. Uh, this is going to be a close game. It all comes down to the health of the running backs. I think that's the big between Mm -hmm. the two for Ohio State and then Blake Corum for Michigan. And this is the one I've been going back and forth all day. And but I think with it at home against with Ohio State, I think they are gonna punch their ticket into Indy and into the college football playoff with a decisive 10-point victory. So I'm taking Ohio State and the point. Yeah, this – I mean, this game last year was so exciting to watch that, you know, Michigan won. They go into the Big Ten Championship, everything like that. Like, obviously, (laughs) this is the game for them. I don't think either of these teams even care about who they're going to play in the Big Ten Championship. (laughs) I really, really don't think so. Um but it's it's tough. I mean, this is this is the game that the Big Ten has been waiting for. I'm super excited for it because obviously it's huge rivalry, two versus three. The winner of this more than likely will go to college playoffs. 
think Michigan had them last year, but at home, I think Ohio State's going to play with a chip on their shoulder. I'm going to go OSU. Oh, this is uh, the the algorithm has uh, Ohio State winning by five. That is not seven and a half. Um, you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to tell you. It's, it's gotten you the lead. It's, it's gotten you some good. Trust, trust the process. Yeah, that's right. Uh, number one, Michigan, number one defense, number two against scoring. Um, Ohio State, number eight offense, uh, number two scoring. And surprisingly, neither team makes a lot of mistakes. Um, but it's Ohio, like they're like number two or number three in the nation. They're yeah, good. It, it, it almost speaks to why they're undefeated. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with OSU to win, but not to cover. So um right. going Michigan. I don't think Michigan has a chance at winning this one. I just don't think um Ohio State has so many weapons. Yeah. It, it, this that that is going to be a very very fun game to watch. I am very much looking forward to that one. Two teams going in different directions. Yeah, now go from that game to this <laughs> one. Woo! We have uh, the game. The game. <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing speaks Big Ten like Rutgers at Maryland. Bingo. Uh, Maryland is picked by fourteen and a half. It really depends on which quarterback shows up for Maryland. Yeah. You can have Talia that could beat any team in the nation, and you could have a Spencer Petrus version, not last week, but most of the time a pressured Spencer Petrus version of Talia. And so if this game was early in the season, it'd be a no-doubter with a Mike Loxley team. You take yeah. Maryland always yeah. big. Late in the season, it's he's a tough one to to go. Their teams are always going the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. As the season, it's it's a and, you know, season goes along, yeah, and the, the performance exactly. But it is still Rutgers. I'm thinking a bona fide version of Talia is going to show up. He's finally getting healthy. Had a decent game outside the last play. So it's got to be the Terps. I'm gonna with the cover. Yeah, I, I I have nothing more to add to that. I'm gonna go with Maryland and the Terps as well, winning and covering. Look at me go taking the spreads first yeah. three. Look how well that paid out for me. <laughs> ride, ride that spread. Keep it going. Um, you hit it on the head, and this is something I bring up every week, and seems like for the last three years, Eric. Um. Maryland always, always is way up there and being one of the worst penalized teams. And um, just looking at the the spreadsheet here, um, Maryland's number 124 in the nation as being bad. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, Rutgers is uh, 122. So there's going to be a lot of hankies out there. Yeah, I would Uh, say not going to be not going to be last week. No, 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 no. So um, I've got the algorithm has Maryland by 20. Rutgers has just quit showing up at the end of the game. Um, They're just going to want to get the game over because there's a party somewhere on campus for Saturday night when the season's over. Yeah, they're they're no bowl eligible. They're just going to, yep, one more hoorah and see what happens. Michigan State, the Battle of States. Michigan State at Penn State. 
And who knows what you're going to get with Michigan State. Um, Another Penn Jekyll State and is Hyde here. by 18. Yeah, a real Jekyll and Hyde squad out of Michigan State. I Jeez. think they do better when they have guys suspended. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But Penn State just has that running game going. That, that was kind of the question mark coming into the season. And outside of their Michigan, Ohio State games, their average margin of victory is 29 and a half, I believe. Yes. And so you're, they have 18 points. Their defense is flying around at Penn State. I got to take the Nittany Lions to cover. Absolutely. Yeah. Penn State's trending upwards. Michigan State. They, they drive me nice. I, I mean, my picks would be so amazing over the past couple of weeks if I would just flip-flop because I, like, go back and forth every single week. Like, gosh, what exactly like you said, which Michigan State team is going to show up? And literally, I've been wrong every single time. Last week, I picked Michigan State. That was a big mistake. So I won't make that again. I'm going to go Penn State winning and covering. I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, I'm going to stay right with you you guys. Uh, uh, last week, it was people uh, laughed at. The algorithm has been picking the last two weeks Penn State by a lot, and it's, yeah. not, going to, it's not going to stop doing that. It, algorithm has uh, Penn State by 34 and a half. That's definitely more than 18. So That's I'm going PSU to win and to cover. And it's better for the Big Ten with them coming out at 11 tonight in the college football playoff. Yeah. If they can sneak into the top 10, that gives Michigan or Ohio State the loser an outside chance potentially at that fourth spot yes. in the mm-hmm. college football playoff. So that would, that would be a dream seeing two Big Ten teams in there. Um, uh, unlikely, but a possibility. Yeah, that would be nuts. Mm. The, the other battle for the Big Ten West title, Purdue, who had it in their hip pocket, gave it up, fought back. Now they're in sort of in contention. Uh, Purdue is at Indiana. Purdue is picked by 10 and a half. And I really thought this spread was going to be larger. Mm-hmm. Although it's a big rivalry game. Yeah, that's right. I was but... like, that always has something to say, the rivalry game or... You, you throw the records have, out. and Exactly. It's, it's a battle of Indiana right now. And on paper, looking at just the score from last week, I want to instantly go Indiana. But when you start diving into the figures and the stats, it was a lot like the Minnesota-Iowa game, the right. Michigan State-Indiana game. There was no business. Indiana had no business winning that game. Yeah. And they were fortunate with a couple breaks that went their way. But it just depends on which Aiden O'Connell shows up, kind of like that Talia. He has, hasn't been the Big Ten West quarterback I thought he was going to be throughout the year. Started I would out agree. Hot, but he's been a turnover machine. I feel like he plays for Nebraska some days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so – but Purdue's going to be playing for their Big Ten West hopes, hoping that Nebraska – well, they'll already know the Nebraska-Iowa result, result. So it's going to be after Nebraska wins, which we already know is going to happen, yep. based on my pick earlier today. 
<laughs> and so not even taking the 10 and a half, they're going to beat Iowa. They're just, they're just going to win outright. I was, I was going to win by 10, but okay, there you got. there's that chance that Purdue will have the shot for the big 10 West title. Right. And so I'm going to, I'm leaning towards Purdue here. So we're going to take the Boilermakers. Yeah. I, I think Purdue is a wavy team. They're good. They have talent. They've had they've had great games so far this season, um, and they're just kind of on a, a little bit of a downslope right now. Not at the greatest time, but like you said, they they have Big Ten championship possibility. And I think if I was a coaching staff there, you're not worried about anyone else. You have to handle the game that's at hand. It's a rivalry game, even though it's not a great Indiana team, you know, they're going to give it your all because it's an awesome big 10 rivalry game. Um, and they're going to be playing at home. So, you know, they're going to have the crowd with them. It's going to be a rowdy game. They're going to hate Purdue, but I'm going to go with the family on my side. We're going to boil her up. Let's go Purdue. They're going to try and give themselves the best chance to play in the big 10 championship. Wait, Josh, I have to go back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric, what do you think about this? Josh said it's going to be a rowdy crowd in Indiana. You don't think so? Hey, I didn't think I didn't think the basketball team was playing tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> or on Saturday. Hey, I, who who said anything about Indiana fans? I think Purdue is going to travel, and I think they're going to be the rowdy ones there. Oh, okay, that helps. Oh, that team. Because <laughs> I, I, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if. Uh, Asher's aunt and uncle are going to go there. Uh, Asher's whole family, they're all Boilermakers, and they're diehard Boilermakers. One, their their son is going to be a cheerleader, so he's going to be at the game. So they travel pretty much all, like, any close game around Chicago, they're going to go to it. So I'm curious to see if they're going to go to this game because I think it would be a fun game to go to, especially when you're a favorite team. Why not? So before I do my pick, Eric, um, to give our listeners a little background – Eric and your lovely wife, Jess, who, by the way, I mean, you're fun to be with, but she's way more fun. Um, You two were traveling before children, traveling all over basketball, football arenas. And are you okay um, being home now? Well, we're we're working on I think next year we're going to start our tradition again. We've hit half the Big Ten basketball arenas and. Uh, about a third of the Big Ten st- football stadiums, and there with the go. expansion, now we got an excuse to go to LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. We've so, been waiting for that one. Yeah, no, I think next year is going to be the year we we get back into that uh, routine. Uh, Indiana was an interesting one. It was for basketball, but it, I didn't understand the full extent of this rivalry until we went to the Indiana Go for basketball game. Mm-hmm. A, we somehow we got seats on the court and they were Dang. only supposed to be for boosters uh yeah. my wife ended up buying them on the secondary market and you weren't supposed to sell those who's your red we walk in decked in out in our maroon and gold oh and, man <laughs> and, yeah and you actually had to walk across the benches to get to the seats <laughs> wow yeah yep and so thankfully everyone around us was very kind. It wasn't a Iowa or Wisconsin game. Right. Indiana fans were very, very nice in this case. But 
they were going through, they were playing Purdue the next game and they're going through their pregame plans already for a basketball game. And so it, they went through the, what that rivalry was all about. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I got to air on the side of Josh with him on this one, right. just that it's going to be, it's going to be an experience for Indiana. This is where Indiana is going to be. And they're going to be playing for Tom Allen, although I'm still going to pick Purdue. Yeah. Okay. Of course. I was going to say, wait, are you changing your pick? No, they're going to be excited to play. But it's like, again, just like the Iron Bowl, you can have like a one-two win Auburn. It doesn't matter. You cannot rule them out in a game. They're going to play very, very hard. Now, that's an extreme. And I don't think Indiana Purdue has that status of rivalry, not even close. But what I'm saying is, it's a rivalry game. It's the last season, uh, last game of the season. There's a lot on the line for Purdue. Indiana wants nothing more probably than to just shit on that dream. So why not? So as Dean knows, I like to get down different tangents. So to actually answer his question, it is difficult staying home and watching it on TV. Although we have the projector and the big screen down in the basement now. So it's yeah, a pretty nice viewing environment, but you got a nice setup. That's for being sure. in the stadium or in the arena. It has a different feel, especially for college sports. So, right. Well, I was afraid our friendship, you know, we were just starting to hang out doing gopher games. And then um, we, w- you know, we went to the citrus bowl. You were there mm-hmm. and um, our seats we're in very different spots. However, we were really, really, really lucky in getting ours. Um, we were we we were just stumped, and the seats were like way up in the rafters, way up in the second deck. And uh, Josh says, "You know, we were going to go out. It was New Year's Eve. Dad, Dad, just check one more time." And all of a sudden, what do we get, Josh? Three seats in the end zone for fifty-four dollars total. <laughs> Yeah, like it was literally like someone just probably wanted to get rid of them. And it was like first tier. So like take our gopher tickets and just move yep. them down to the first tier. And that's where we sat. And we're like, what? I don't know how this happened. Someone probably made a mistake on the price of oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> posted it, but we jumped all over we it. We scored. Like it was grand. <laughs> and then Alex be. And then Alex pushed me around in a shopping cart that night. That's how happy we were for New Year's <laughs> Eve. It was great. Okay, back to Purdue, Indiana. I, I'm going to definitely agree with you, too. The algorithm has Purdue by 20. Um, the thing that just is glaring at me with the numbers here, um, Indiana's offense, which is usually, even if they can't stop anybody, has always been pretty decent, 116 in the country. Um, their defense is horrible, 123, and they turn the ball over. Um, Purdue is going to take advantage of this, and I don't think the rivalry um, high can help Indiana in this one. So I'm p- well, picking does, Purdue and help, to cover. doesn't help that Indiana's quarterback is currently playing for top 15 team in Washington right now. Yeah, so due yeah. Due to the transfer, so. And he's doing well. Yep. I would say so. Let's go to Illinois. Let's. Uh, the game is in uh, in North Chicago, not North Chicago, but North Chicago, in Chicago area. Illinois at Northwestern. Illinois is picked by fourteen. So it this comes down to the the windy city and how much it blows. Yeah. If you 
if you saw the Ohio State Northwestern game, right. that played a big factor in that spread. And that's obviously Illinois is the better team here. Yeah. They, I, I don't know if Northwestern really is going to be able to score. Their D Illinois D line is filthy. They're I was gonna say they're coverage. they're vicious. They're they're fast. They're big. They're mean. They they are a nasty unit up front that I'm jealous aren't for the Gophers. Northwestern has no playmakers on the outside, so they're press man. They're not going to be able to defeat that. Really, you're going to get your last couple opportunities, in my opinion, to see Ryan Ryan Walters coach defense, the future coach of Colorado. Mm. The bold statement that prediction right here. So, <laughs> you heard it here wow. first, right on the Sports yeah. Talk podcast. Yeah, Ryan, you know Ryan Walters, up. Colorado. But I, I think it's going to be a beautiful day out in Evanston. And the Illini are going to enjoy Ryan Field for one of the last times once their new stadium is going to be built here, not too long. Mm-hmm. And they're going to pull out a comfortable 21 point victory so i'm picking the illini i i'm gonna i'm gonna go and hope that the weather is completely opposite because it, it i was astonished at how much that affected the osu game like talk about best and the worst in the big 10 and that game was close through the third quarter it just it it affects your whole game plan every part of it um, so I'm going to, I'm going to take a gamble here and hope that the windy city continues to be windy. It's going to be crappy, cloudy, maybe a little rain. And I'm going to obviously pick Illinois winning, but I don't think they're going to cover spread. I'm going to change up gears. I got to go under the spread finally. And that's probably going to be the game that's going to have like the biggest over, but not, are you okay going, not going with the spread? That's what you've done for the last three weeks. You know what? I'm not okay getting one out of eight picks okay. right. That That is for sure. So I'm like, I got to mix it up a little bit here. And I'm going to be watching to see what that weather's like. Maybe You know, I might just check it out. I was just right going to say, breaking news. 70% chance of rain. High Bingo. Of 49 <laughs> with 5 to 10 mile an hour wind. Bingo. No, that's probably, there's a chance of that changing. Obviously, it's only Tuesday. Um but yeah, it's I, I'm hoping for crappy weather. It's gonna be just um, a low scoring game, which is gonna be tough to win by 14. Yeah, it's gonna be the last last game before a long layoff, and with Chase Brown being a little beat up, although he still played, and when he right. played last week, he played really well. Yeah. I think they're gonna just run him into the ground, and <laughs> that's how they are going to score 20, have a 21 point victory. Everyone 20 point, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm going with you, Eric. Uh, algorithm has Illinois by 17 and a half. Um, it, there's just a, a lot that isn't working for Northwestern, and and they know they don't make mistakes like Iowa, but no, they don't have any of the athletes that Iowa has either. So I'm going Illinois to win and to cover. There you go. Battle for the axe that. We touched this spring, Josh, and we almost got it on the field last year. Yeah, that, that's okay. Um, yeah, I, I boy, I would have liked to touch Floyd last last Saturday either, but that that sure as heck didn't happen. No. Um, yeah, I was gonna say this this game, though both teams are 
very meh. I think it's going to be an awesome, super fun game. Eric, break it down for us. I, yeah. I love you breaking it down. You got, you got your ducks in a row, and I'm like sitting here like, oh, that's a good point. No, Wisconsin that's is basically, they, they uh, this is according to the odds makers even, because they're giving Wisconsin three and a half for home field. What do you got, sure. Eric? This was by far the easiest one for me today. I didn't have to put a lot of thought or energy <laughs> into this one. I will break it down, but just so we <laughs> on the record, it's got to be the Gophers. Yeah, yeah. Just straight up, the Gophers. You, I could even give you the points at this point. But did you know that Wisconsin's running back was only 18 years old? I Thankfully, did I, I actually haven't heard that, that as much as last year with Braylon Allen only being 17. Jeez. Uh, he is a little nicked up, and Graham Mertz is atrocious. He, he was their guy and has tried to be their guy. For He's had one, one good game in his career. And yeah. granted, he was a big four-star recruit for them. And they gave, gave up Jack Cohn for him. And then we saw hit the year he had at Notre Dame. And, but the one thing that does scare me a little bit is since the bye, the last three games, Wisconsin's defense has started to turn around and actually played like a Jim Leonard defense. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are fortunate that, uh, is it he, Herbig, Herbig, I think is out. His appeal was denied from the targeting call in the Ooh. second half last week. And so he does have to miss. He's their best linebacker have to miss the first half. And so, yeah. that's when the Gophers have to make hay. And although Rossi's defense isn't the greatest to start the game he's a rocky defense <laughs> is solid typically for the last three quarters i think the gophers come out hot here uh mo probably if he, i'd put the over under for carries at 35 <laughs> he's gonna he's yeah. gonna be and I hammer the hard. over yeah and <clears throat> but yeah there you have two teams that came in with some expectations most people picked wisconsin to win the west which yeah. i thought was kind of ridiculous this year they were just going off of past performances but you have two teams that want to run the ball two teams that want to just play stout defense not give up the big play and that's what it's going to come down to just like last week Iowa made a few big plays and those explosive plays and I really think the Gophers you're going to have a Dalen Wright sighting and Ethan is going to actually give him a chance on one of those 50-50 balls that we've seen about three times this year. There you go. What's the what's the story with um, with Tanner? From what I have heard with my my sources, it was a, another concussion. They just don't want to come out and say that publicly. Yeah. So it was ended up being two concussions in three weeks. So I don't know if you actually see Tanner the rest of the season. I yeah. I really think his gopher career could be done, and which he's going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks to ever don the maroon and gold. Right. And it's too bad. I would love to see him a little bit, even if it's in the bowl game. Yeah. And I think he earned that right. Although Ethan, it has been shaky in his timing routes. Yeah. And that those are a few inexperienced things. And that's where Tanner excels his Ethan's legs on the zone read just gives this offense a different dimension. Yeah. And so once he gets a little more experience with his arm 
and connecting with his receivers and that his receivers aren't helping much with their lack getting, of separation. Getting open, yeah, explosiveness, giving them a chance to just throw it into some space and go get it type of deal. Yeah, you know, I, I really think that you're going to see a different go for offense next year. Granted, I say that, and we've seen the same offense for six <laughs> years outside of 2019. <laughs> but we had two NFL receivers that benefited on our uh, RPO slant game. So I really think the Gophers are going to open it up, and I use open it up real loosely. <laughs> loosely. We might, we might complete – 10 passes this game and we're, we're going for double digits. I would yeah. love to see a screen again, the yeah. amount of blitzing that Wisconsin and Jim Leonard loves to do. Uh, I think that would be a key. We haven't seen a tunnel screen for a long time on the outside. Uh, I would love to get Brevin span Ford involved in the screen game as well. We saw what Iowa did first play with Sam Laporta yes. and and talk about building some confidence, throwing the ball again. Like, if you're going <laughs> to be blitzed, perfect, just lob it over. You know you're going to have one of the best running backs in college football. He's been dominating. You just got to lob it over. Yeah, it's going to be scary. That's okay. You've, you've thrown a screen pass before. You didn't get to this position without it. Build some confidence. Make them sit back a little bit. You know, keep them guessing a little bit. But goodness gracious, yeah, his – passing now granted it was cold windy and crappy last week but man his passing was just everywhere but on and 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 exactly like you said how many reps has he practiced with the first team those wide receivers building that relationship building that connection it's just not there it's going to be hopefully but this late in the season having that just kind of pick it up and start running what tanner has been doing for years it takes exactly that. It takes years. It takes practice. It takes reps. A big difference in this game compared to last week is that third dimension of the game is special teams. Iowa mm -hmm. is one of the best special teams in the country. Yeah. And their special teams coordinator is paid, uh, is the 17th highest paid special teams coordinator in college football. <laughs> wow. Or Wanger, who I'm not going to go down this, route otherwise we'll be here another hour uh, we <laughs> talked about go for special teams but he's the 25th paid highest special teams coordinator and he only does special teams and it's been a it's been a negative i would love for just a net neutral yeah i have no idea what quentin redding redding was doing lining up 65 yards back and then catching the ball on the five yard line when yes. the ball is bouncing into the end zone yes right with we the just, wind, pushing it that way. Everything was pushing the ball yep. towards the end zone. It's bouncing at you. Look down, know where you're at, and get the out of the way. <laughs> In Gosh, middle school I, football, you're taught to – you go to the 10-yard line, and you never go behind the 10-yard line. Put right. your feet on the 10 and don't go just past step that. step back, leave it. And that's what I just told Josh at the game. It's like, oh – if he lets it go, and worst case scenario, it's at the two instead of the five. Oh, gee, yeah. you know. And on average, you lose in college football. If you don't catch the ball in the air, you on a punt, you lose 16 yards of field position. <laughs> and but we're lining up 65 yards back. Granted, I know uh, Taylor is a really good punter for Iowa, but this has been 10, 11 games worth. Yeah. And so that's just one thing with 
Our punter Crawford is atrocious. He is 13th in the Big Ten in punting. <laughs> That's down there. Supposed to be our, our steal from Australia. That they, they yeah. didn't in recruiting. They didn't want to give up his name. And so I'm just hoping that the Gophers can at least be net neutral for special teams. And if that's the case, the Gophers win going away. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I, I was very, very happy with Minnesota's offense. You have to be, they had 360 yards offensively, most of which on the ground um, against, I would say a good Iowa team, rough conditions and things like that. It's hilarious because it's like Dean has watched every single game. He goes, yeah, that first drive is going to be horrible. Watch it. Yeah, they're going to go down and score. But then our defense tends to tighten up a little bit. And, I mean, they did exactly that. So, hopefully, um, you know, they can start consistent as they finish games defensively. Offensively, I'm not too concerned. Mole is coming off a huge game. Only one touchdown, but 260-some yards. Um, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to make a, an absolute stamp on this game, multiple touchdowns, another hundred yards, uh, on the ground. I'm going to go Wisconsin or sorry, Minnesota to beat Wisconsin. It's going to be beautiful. There's going to be a lot of butthurt Badger fans and that's just how I like it. Yeah. You, you both summed it up really well. And, and I've been on the Mo bandwagon all year. He has not let me down. Um, the thing that I thought was nice, guys, that I saw twice with little flick passes um, to to Mo coming out of the backfield, and it's like give him give him another chance to use his legs, and so I think they're going to have to do that. Um, now, unlike Iowa, Wisconsin does make mistakes, and uh, so I'm I'm picking Minnesota to win. Let's just leave it at that. Minnesota the win. Algorithm has them by seven. Simple. Yeah, simple. Just got just got to perform. Do the little do the little things. You got the talent. You got the crew. Just do it. And then we go outside of the Big Ten to um, all the way out to the West Coast. Notre Dame, who has found their game a bit lately, against USC, who still thinks they got a they got a shot at that playoff. Hmm. Um, USC is picked by five and a half. Yeah, this is uh, an, another rivalry game. Two teams that are on different parts of the country but still don't like each other. You have the offensive juggernaut in USC wants to throw the ball all over the place with Caleb Williams right. and winning in the exciting fashion last week, 48-45 in their <laughs> other rivalry game. Yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> And to keep their potential playoff hopes alive, it'd be tough to keep out a one loss unless you have, well, you're going to have one, at least one team with a loss, but a Pac-12 championship. The committee tends to love conference champions outside of 2016 with the Cardell Jones-led Ohio (laughs) State. Yeah. Uh, But Notre Dame, you – take them in the beginning of the year. And I know you got a new coach, first time head coach at Marcus Freeman, but they have found some juice after those perplexing losses early in the year. They, they are rolling. Like they have just dominated Clemson when they played them. Granted, I don't think Clemson is a legit 10 and one team in 
the Big Ten or the SEC, but five and a half. I was mm. secretly hoping that this line would be a little bit higher. I was hoping it was going to be more of a seven and a half than I'd pick Notre Dame in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is going to be a little higher scoring affair. It's not going to be your 48-45, but I'm guessing it's going to be each team is going to have to score four or five times to win. Yeah. I'm going to. Sure. I think I'm going to go. I've been – this is not what I had on my note, show notes coming into <laughs> today, but the conversation has changed my mind, and Sometimes I think I'm going to go with Notre Dame. I, I'm going to take the f- five or less, so we're, yeah. we're going with the Irish. I was going to say, it's always, it's always great. Sometimes when you just start talking, and the famous words of Michael Scott, you know, I just <laughs> start talking and – I don't really know where I'm going to end up. So you just kind of <laughs> keep saying things. Sometimes when you just talk it out and you just say it out loud, you hear it a little differently than what your mind tells you. Um, so I know I've been there, but I picked USC in the beginning to make the playoffs this year. I'm going to need them to win and I'm going to need them to win well to hopefully get that pick right would be amazing. So I'm going to go with the Trojans at home. Staying hot offensively. This is uh, the numbers. The spreadsheet for me is just crazy. Um, USC number two offense versus um, Notre Dame's number 17. And you really got to give Notre Dame their, their defense at 17 is, is probably doing better than that. Cause they got handed there a lot of yards early in the year. On the flip side, on the offense versus defense from Notre Dame is 75, and USC's defense is 96. Um, the big variable here is uh, USC has just been taking the ball away from other teams. They're number one in the country. Uh, so this one has made it tough for me. Uh, the algorithm has USC by two which is less than five and a half. So Josh, I'm going Notre Dame. Yeah. It's been treating you well. Uh, You know, I just gotta, I gotta mix things up. I gotta, I gotta make some changes. I'm going to have to make some moves. Uh, You never know if it's going to be good moves, bad moves, but uh, the week will tell. Yeah. But, but their moves nonetheless, (laughs) it's either up or down. I'm not staying still. I got to do something different and that's how we're going to do it. Well, there's what we have, guys. No, I wasn't saying. Yeah, we we came together on a few picks. You know, I think those will be those will be good there. But uh, I am I am so excited for the Michigan Ohio State game. I am very excited about the Minnesota Wisconsin game. Those two are definitely um, always one of my favorites to watch when it's rivalry week. I thought you were it's exactly say- what the country and especially Big Ten wants. Michigan yep. Ohio State the game both yeah. undefeated. Well, and it's gonna be awesome. It's it's been cool. Um, I always like the last two weeks of the season with the the rivalries that the natural rivalries, and then the media fabricated ones. What, however, but the last two weeks between last week and this week, just super fun football. Oh yeah, especially Minnesota too. Like, who hates Iowa? We hate Iowa. <laughs> Would that have been awesome to win? And throw our hat in there for Big Ten, Big Ten, or Big Ten West. Sure, why not? We could have won it. 
we could have won it for sure. Um, so that's a little disappointing knowing, you know, another big game, another team to beat, but I don't know. It'll still be exciting. Let's get a little bit better bowl. And of course, breaking rights over Wisconsin. Well, Eric, thank you so much for joining us. This has been fabulous and a blast. And I, I miss seeing you in the hallways and stuff. Well, I'm not in the hallways, but um, it, it's uh, good to catch up with you this way. Hey, thanks for the invite. A long time listener, big time fan. <laughs> there we go. Future well, episodes of Sport Dolls. Absolutely. Yeah. And in, in, in classic fashion, you get to be a part of it now. We're, we're going to put our hands in and we're going to say Sports Dolls on three. We got one, two, three, Sports, sports Dolls. dolls. Eric, you know your stuff. That is that is no joke. And it is, like I said, it is impressive. You you have your hands on everything. Like literally, like, ah, this coach here, down to the special teams coach. And I was like, I, I don't think I've ever met someone as knowledgeable as you are. You just wait until the girls are a little bit older where I have a little bit more time too. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm catching you and you're down, down slope right now, just slightly. I I really really miss getting the inside scoop when you left Southview because it was just like okay I'm curious about Morgan I'm curious about Tyler John you know whatever it was and you just have your finger on the pulse there at the Gophers right yeah you got to know the right people that's mm -hmm. yeah it's all about the sources can't, can't mm -hmm. divulge the sources but <laughs> don't no yeah. no no don't give them away I want you to keep yeah. keep your knowledge there which is perfect. Um, my sources, um, you know, she knows the mascots of the Big Ten, so that's pretty good. <laughs> um, so that, that's that's about the extent I get here. And it does help when your your wife is as big of a Gopher fan as you are. Oh, so absolutely, oh, yeah. that would be fantastic. I get an eye roll with every college sport or professional sport that I would like to watch. Um, plus, I'm in that age range where I missed like three Saturdays in a row for weddings that, you know, they were, they were fun, but you know what I have rather gone to a gopher game or watched a gopher game. 110%. Uh, who was it, Josh, that the, we'll end on this tonight, the um, going to basketball when it was, when Purdue was in the final four and they had that crazy game against Virginia. That's what it was. What? And I'm drawing a blank. And uh just an incredible game over time. Got all done. And uh Ashley was like, Oh, wow, that oh. was good. what are we gonna watch now? Oh yeah, it was yeah, it was final, <laughs> it was final four Saturday, <laughs> and the first game was awesome. And he's like, All right, ready to be done. Well, yeah, what's next? The second <laughs> the game. Next game. <laughs> The next one coming around. We got two of them here that we need to find the championship for. And uh, that got a big groan and a big eye roll. Um, but I think I used my knee surgery and some sympathy points. Like I just had, I just had knee surgery right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here on this couch. Like, come on, let me, let me at least enjoy the final four on this Saturday. So I may or may not have planned both of my leaves from school to watch my kids over March. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for a reason or two. Very, very important. Yeah. You are dedicating your fatherly time to those kids. And it just, you know, whenever the time of year that works best 
that they need you. You clearly know that. And you yeah, took you it. You know your kids. Yeah. yeah. Both kids just may or may not have been born in the fall, but I knew they needed me in March. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom's got them most of the fall. I'm going to take my, my watch in the, in the spring. And you know what? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, you know, bear that badge, but I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Well, I am 